Passholder Lounge is open once again, and I am so happy to welcome you in. Hello everyone, it's Justin Monorail coming to you once again from the Passholder Lounge proper for episode number 14. I gotta tell you, we are smack dab in the middle of October, and I am starting to get the fall vibes. Even here in Central Florida, the weather has cooled off. It was a balmy 55 degrees this morning when I walked the dog. I felt like I needed a sweater. I wanted to have my muffins. Muffins? My mittens? I would have taken a muffin. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Um, yeah. All I was trying to say is it was cold outside. And I'm hoping that you're enjoying some nice fall weather. I hope the leaves are changing for you and, and you're getting to actually enjoy the season. We don't get much of a difference in season down here it just randomly will get some cold days it might stay cold for a couple of weeks and then before you know it it's hot all over again so i savor these days although i absolutely hate the cold which is something that you may come to get to know about me i much prefer hot which is why i feel pretty at home here in central florida i don't mind getting sweaty that doesn't really bother me. I can jump in a pool, I can have a tasty cold beverage like I've got in my hand, and I'm all good. But man, if I get cold, I get grumpy. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go outside. I enjoy... My idea now, the perfect idea of like fall and winter is vacationing to, the, to see those seasons, but then coming back to Central Florida and enjoying warm, comfortable temperatures. Look, some of you may think it gets unbearable in the summer. I don't mind. I really don't. It, I'm not going to complain about both. You can't complain about both. So I choose to complain only about cold. I'll take the hot. We got another great episode for you today. Joining me in the Passholder Lounge is my friend Adam from the Mouse and More podcast. I hope that you all already follow him and listen to the Mouse and More podcast. But if you don't, go ahead and subscribe. Follow Adam on the social medias. Just look for the Mouse and More and you will find them. They've been doing their thing for almost five years now, and, and what a great show they do. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of great information. I, I highly recommend you listen. I'm, I'm grateful and honored that Adam joins me here in the lounge today, but before we get there, there's a couple of things I need to do. Number one, we got a brand new iTunes review, and I want to give a shout out because that is what we do here in the Passholder Lounge. You look out for us, we look out for you. That's how it works. That is what Monorail Family is all about. So, shout out to you, Chrissy Cakes 13. Brand new, hot off the presses. This is an October 16th review. The title is Entertaining Convos, Humorous Tangents. She gave us five stars. I am two episodes in, but already enjoying the funny conversations. Fun show premise and looking forward to more. Thank you, Chrissy Cakes. That is amazing. I think I know exactly who you are because I think we just started interacting on social media. And I really appreciate you taking the time to review the show. That is now 22 five-star reviews, people, if you're checking the scoreboard. We are climbing the charts. We're taking over the podcast world. And we're not going to stop until we are number one in the podcast charts and number one in your hearts. I hope we're already number one in your hearts. Maybe we are. Well, as I've started doing on every new Passholder Lounge podcast, I wanted to feature a signature cocktail from one of the theme parks here in Orlando that you can make yourself at home. This is one that's close to my heart, and I feel like it's appropriate based on the season that we're in. Not fall season, football season. 
You are going to hear me talk about a little bit of football with Adam here in this podcast today. And the reason is my beloved Tennessee Volunteers are, are off to a great start this season. And in honor of them, today's cocktail is one that you can get in the America Pavilion in Epcot. But it is made with a signature liquor that is just poured right out of the mountains, right out of the hills of Tennessee. And of course, I am talking about moonshine. That's right. In the America Pavilion, in the bar, just outside of the Regal Eagle, you can get a Blackberry Moonshine Sour. And I will tell you, it is delightful. It's delicious. It's wonderful. All the things you've heard about Moonshine are true. It's very strong. But these Blackberry Moonshine Sours, you they're very sneaky. They can sneak up on you. You won't know what hit you. And today, I looked up a knockoff recipe to help me put mine together. I kind of had an idea, but I needed a little hand. So this comes this comes from madsandmore.com. Um, and shout out to you, madsandmore.com. Here's what you need, according to Mads and More. Blackberry moonshine. Old smoky is what I've got. Blackberry simple syrup. Lemons to juice. Finest call blood orange sour mix. In the parentheses, key ingredient. And blackberries to garnish. Now, I didn't have all of those things. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a trend in the cocktails that I make here in the Justin Monorail uh, Bar and Lounge. Today, I only had blackberry moonshine. I got a sweet and sour mix, like off the shelf from Publix. I've got lemon juice, and I've got grenadine or cherry. I have cherry simple syrup, and then regular simple syrup. I don't have fresh lemons. I don't have blackberries. I have blueberries, and I dropped a couple of those in there, and then. Um, in order to get the color right and the, and the flavor, I went ahead and used that cherry simple syrup. Now, here's the uh, proportions. If you do have the right stuff, it's two ounces of blackberry moonshine, a splash of blackberry simple syrup, a half ounce of lemon juice, three ounces of finest call blood orange sour mix, shake in a shaker, and then pour in a cup over ice garnish with blackberries. It's very good. Now, what I made is close. It's not exact, but it's close enough. And here, I'm going to have a little sip right here and enjoy the music for a moment. Ah, tastes like the mountains of Tennessee. That's right. If you don't know about moonshine, it was made illegally for the longest time in the state of Tennessee under the moon in the woods. That's why they call it moonshine. The the, the classic song, the, the unofficial fight song of the University of Tennessee is Rocky Top, and that whole song is about making moonshine, just so you know. But Old Smoky Moonshine, back when they changed the laws and legalized moonshine in Tennessee, opened up a distillery in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And if you ever find yourself in those parts, in those beautiful woods, that beautiful neck of the woods, I guess I want to say, go up to Old Smoky. You can do a tasting. They have all kinds of delicious moonshines. Or if you're in Disney Springs, you can go to Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, and they have all kinds of moonshine cocktails but here's the key you got to get one of those squeeze bottles because if you get one of the chef art smith squeeze bottles not only do you get a discount on cocktails forever not this year not this season forever as long as you bring that shaker or the <laughs> the squeeze bottle with you but if you want to get a non-alcoholic drink free free it's a disney springs hack all you need is one of those squeeze bottles don't tell them i told you it's no secret they would tell you this but that's my tip for you. All right. Let us delay no longer. It is time to get to episode number 14 
The matter at hand is that we're going to have a little conversation with Adam. We're going to talk about all kinds of things, including New Jersey. He's going to educate me because my only education was Jersey Shore. So let's get into it. Cheers, friends. Hope you're having a, a great start to the weekend, and I hope you enjoy the show. Here we go. got something in your hand there oh it's a schafferhofer schafferhofer pomegranate uh how do you say it how would you say it schaffenhofer is there an n in the first schaff schaffen there's no ends so (laughs) who's right (laughs) um you're gonna find that um i have saying i wrote down some of them we in new jersey we have different words for different things Oh, yeah? Well, um, I think this is common in Long Island, too, because I've heard about uh, a famous Papa Dillo who maybe comes up with his own phrases and and words for things. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is just something that happens to grandpas, actually, Adam. Are you a grandpa already? Please. Everybody tells me I was born older, and I am older. (laughs) And, um, um, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm a grandpa. You got an old soul. That's okay. Thank you. Adam, welcome to the Passholder Lounge. How you doing, Justin? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here tonight. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for doing this. Thanks for spending a Friday night with me. For those who uh, maybe aren't aware, a little behind the scenes, we're recording this one on a Friday night because that's how cool we are. Mm-hmm. Staying in podcasting. That's how we do it on a Friday night, baby. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, but Adam, you know, I had to have you on the show, especially after you had me on your amazing podcast, which Thank I'm you. very grateful for. I, a quick question before we start out. How were those numbers? How were we looking? Did I boost your numbers for one week? Uh, <laughs> no, I, you were. I mean, you you were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen to you try to figure out a nice way to say it was the lowest. No, no, one. it was no, it was not the uh, no, it was not. Certainly was not. Uh, no, it was the lowest. I it was. It. I'm trying to like. Who do I throw under the bus? <laughs> I'm not gonna. Th- no, it was bigger more than the Dillos. I'll tell you that much. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. I'll take it. <laughs> Well, um, Adam, I had a great time on your show, and I do appreciate you having me on. Um, it was great that when I did your show, it reminded me of doing my old show because you had a page full of notes for me before we got on. You sent me an outline. It was bulleted. It, you know, it was it was very much planned out. I mean, it, it, we won't go so as far as far to say it's scripted because it certainly wasn't. But we just we had topics, we had an agenda, and we followed it. I think we hit everything. Um, and that's how I used to be, man. That's, that was my go-to way to do a podcast. I needed my structure. Yeah. I like to, um, I am, a, I, I try to be an organized person and I, you know, I don't know how everybody is in terms of like how organized and non-organized I want to be. Some, some guests we've had on are just like out there and they will go off topic and that's fine. And other guests we've had like to stick to like a schedule and want to know ahead of time what they're talking about, because then, you know, I don't want to bring up any surprises. So, yeah. I, you know, so that like, we just have like, you know, dead air. Go, uh, like, I don't want to ask anything that you or whomever isn't really prepared to answer. So I don't think that's fair either. So I try to do my best. Yeah, no. And that's, that's good that you do that. I, I'm sure people generally appreciate it. Uh, funny thing, we're going to start a new thing tonight where I've actually written down several questions that I'm going Ooh. to be asking to all 
of my future co-host on the pass holder lounge and you get to be the first one to participate in that nice yeah looking forward to that um before we get started let's talk about that drink you you already showed me the (laughs) you showed me the schaffenhofer um that's one way of putting it i mean let me ask you something that that's a pomegranate schaffenhofer yes i believe that's the same brewer brewery the same brewer that supplies the grapefruit beer in Germany in Epcot. Yes. Um, that's why I got it. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, I noticed that the, we have in, in New Jersey, we have, we don't, they don't sell liquor in I hear a tapping and I'm just trying to get rid of it. I, I'm, oh, I don't hear tapping. You don't hear it. Oh, that's Mm-mm. good. Um, New Jersey, we don't have, they don't sell alcohol in grocery stores for the most part. It has to be a separate liquor store. Uh, and I know other states are kind of like that, but anyway, so there are mega liquor stores around here because mm-hmm. when you, if you get a liquor license then you could sell anything. So there's huge ones. So the big one I like to go to is on the way home from work and they always have, they have a ton of stuff. And I saw that they had a variety pack of Schaffenhofer, mm-hmm. different flavors. And I thought the, I thought that the grapefruit is the only one that you can get in the United States and it's an Epcot. That was like the whole thing. Like you can only yeah. get this beer in Epcot in the U S <laughs> well, it turns out that's not true because no, the, not. the mix is uh, pomegranate, black cherry, grapefruit, and um, passion fruit. I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's three of each. So there's two, three, six, nine, 12, 12 cans. And then they also had bottles of uh, 12 ounce bottles of, pineapple which they've pineapple was is served being is being served at the uh food and wine festival oh okay so i got that one too all right it is um i don't i'm not a big beer drinker uh Mm -hmm. i prefer fruity uh (laughs) fruity cocktails so if you're unfamiliar uh half of these beers are fruit juice so they cut the beer with whatever the fruit juice is. Yeah. So it is very sweet and it is very delicious. Oh yeah. I mean, Schaffenhoffers, they're they're really light anyway. If you've never had the grapefruit beer in Epcot, it's light, it's refreshing. It's really nice on a hot boiling day out on the World Showcase Promenade. It's a nice little refreshing drink. Um, how would you rate those alternate flavors? Is is the pomegranate is it good? Is it the best one or or is there another one that would take the lead? Pomegranate's really good. The pineapple's really good. Mm. Um, my least favorite is, and I'm surprised because I love black cherry, but that's my least favorite favorite, oh, okay. favorite flavor. I wish I, I wish it wasn't in the variety pack. The other everyone, oh, the other ones I like the pome- the pomegranate. Like I said, the uh, the passion fruit, the grapefruit, and the pineapple is a separate one. But I the black cherry I don't really like. It's like um, it's almost a little bit like cranberry juice. A little too bitter. Bitter, what is cranberry juice? Not bitter, it's um tart, tart, tart. It's too tart for my taste. Gotcha, okay, that's fair. Yeah, well, it looks delicious, and and now I'm gonna have to go in search of, of this Schaffenhofer variety pack because mm. I, I, I would at least like to try the black cherry. The pineapple sounds very good. It actually made me think of I wonder what it would be like to mix that with some champagne and have like a Schaffenhofer mimosa sort of situation, uh, with the pineapple flavor. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm willing to to try. I'm willing yeah. to sacrifice myself for that delicious <laughs> experiment. Yeah, like I brought it home, and my my father, like I had him, I let him try some, and he liked it, and he's had like 
it was a six pack and I think he's had three of them already. So <laughs> I have to, I have to get more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dad's a fan. That's cool. Well, Adam, we're going to start off with a little toast here, but tonight I'm doing something a little bit special. Ooh. I haven't done this yet on the show. We're doing it tonight. I've got myself a shot glass. And let me explain what's happening. Ooh. We are recording tonight on the eve of the Tennessee versus Alabama football game. Oh, that's right. Tomorrow at 3.30 in the big old damn house of football that General Neyland built on the banks of the Tennessee River, <laughs> the number six Tennessee Volunteers will be taking on the number three Alabama Crimson Tide. And let me tell you something. I'm wearing my shirt, too. I don't know if you notice. This is my Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier shirt. Oh, that's cool. I am ready. I am getting fired up. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but th- it's been since 1989 that Tennessee and Alabama have played and both been undefeated. So I'm going to enjoy this while it lasts. And uh, look, if drinking a shot of Jack Daniels right here on the show. Tennessee whiskey, right? Is, is Tennessee whiskey. And if that's going to bring my Vols any sort of luck tomorrow, then I'm willing to do it. So cheers, buddy. Cheers. And, and let's have some fun tonight. Mm. Down the hatch. That puts hair on your chest. Um, I like a good Jack and Coke. <laughs> sure. Um, I like uh, the frozen Jack and Coke is really good. Um, yeah. And you know what? You can I, I get those really at movie it. theaters now. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. A frozen wow. Jack and Coke. Go down to the AMC, get you a frozen Jack and Coke. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I might as well go on the record right now. I'm, I'm going to say... Bryce Young's going to play. He's not going to be 100%. And I think this will be a close game, but I think Tennessee wins by 10 points tomorrow. 10 points? Yeah. Wow. Because all it takes is give give us an extra possession or two, and uh, and we can put some points up fast. We're the number one offense in the country, and we're going to show it tomorrow. I don't care who the defense is. Just FYI, I am chasing that Jack Daniels with a beer here. I and keeping the tradition going since it is October. I'm having a pumpkin beer. This one is Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. Ooh. It's good. Okay, it's good stuff. It's it's nice and light. Some of the other from the Elysian variety pack I got were kind of heavy. This one's good. Uh. Not that I don't like a heavy beer because actually I do. I'm a big fan of like stouts and porters. Like I like a good thick dark beer, mm-hmm. but. But uh, if I'm having pumpkin beer and having a few, I'd rather it be like something nice and light. I will get a Guinness if it's on tap. Because mm-hmm. that's always good on tap. Out of a can or a bottle, it's not good. I don't think. Yeah. Well, you're saying you're not a big beer drinker anyway. Right? Like if, you, if you're put in a corner and you have to drink a beer that's not grapefruit flavored, <laughs> what, 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 would you, what would you pick? Um, I would, if, it, if a Guinness on tap, I'll have that. I like bass. Okay. Uh, I'll do a black and tan, black bass and mm-hmm. Guinness. I like regular Sam Adams. Okay. Not I don't I really don't like October stuff, like pumpkin stuff. Uh Corona <laughs> light or extra or I don't t- taste the difference really. I like both of those. Um Land Shark is basically the same thing as Corona, that's good. Um Sam Adams, yeah, Yingling is a popular beer up around here. It's brewed in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Um I hear it's anywhere. like the oldest brewery in America, isn't it? I believe yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that that's right. That's why it's kind of um that's what people that's how people know it. Um yeah. same thing with Rolling Rock, that's brewed out near near Pittsburgh. That's where uh, I believe Arnold Arnold Palmer is oh. no. 
And he was known yeah. for rolling a few a few rocks himself. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Arnold Palmer, right? Is out there? <laughs> Somebody's know. gonna correct me. I know um, all I know about him is you can order an Arnold Palmer. It sounds like you're ordering a cocktail at lunch, yeah. but it's <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, I had one of those yesterday at work. The oh. uh, the the canned version, the Arizona iced tea canned version. Yeah, they're great. Um, yes, yeah, so Rolling Rock, Yingling, Sam Adams. You're just um, listing beers now. Are these beers you like? They're just no, no. Or- I do. I like them. I oh, like, okay. Like, well, right. I'll, uh, if I have to order, like, like I order Yingling on tap. I'll. I like Coronas. Um, uh, Blue Moon. I like with the orange. You put an orange slice in that. Um, <laughs> I like Blue Moon too. That's that's a nice, refreshing one, and I do like it with an orange slice. Like I've never, honestly, I've never had. Budweiser, Bud Light, Bush. Ever? Never. never. Wow. Yeah, Have you ever never. had a Coors Light? Uh, maybe maybe once. That's the Miller Light. Official Miller Light. beer of the NFL, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. That's funny. You know, it's funny because I was watching, like, I watch the NFL, watch all the games, and most of the commercials are Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors Light, and, like, I never think to even buy those or drink them. I'm like, this, whatever this commercial is, it's not for, it's not working on me because well, me, I we never buy, my father never buys it. Like, we'll, we'll buy Yingling first. We'll buy, um, um, we'll buy Yingling. We'll buy, like, Blue Moon first. We yeah. won't buy that stuff. You're making better choices, honestly. Yeah. Um, I do not like IPAs. Okay. That that seems to be sort of a line in the sand when it comes to beer conversation. I'll tell you, I really wasn't an IPA drinker until maybe, I'm going to say the last 18 months. And I, I think it's it's just like anything. Like you end up finding one that you actually kind of like, and it starts to sort of open your taste buds to that flavor. IPAs just tend to be, they're hoppy. They, they're bitter. Um, yeah. But Sometimes you get them and they taste fruity. Sometimes you get them and they taste kind of flowery. And I'm starting to sort of appreciate that a little bit. A lot of people say like New England IPAs are the way to go, which I would figure at least you'd like a New England IPA, but uh, but not so. I <laughs> That's okay. I don't like like any like somebody says IPA. I'm like no, <laughs> no. Thanks. I don't want even. I don't even. It's not even worth it. So. Well. Yeah, they're not sweet. And if if you like things that are a little sweeter or a little yeah. lighter, you're not going to like an IPA. So I get it. Um, hey, I wanted to ask you a couple questions about the mouse and more. How long have you been doing that podcast? Our first episode was December 5th, 2017, which uh, is Walt Disney's birthday. And we did not do that on purpose <laughs> because we recorded an episode before that. And then... You know, by the time we you know got it edited and figured out how to post it and all that stuff, it was December fifth, and I was like, "Oh, that's funny. That's his birthday. That that worked out pretty well." That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you're coming up on your fifth anniversary. Anything big planned? Nah, no, not officially. Unless if I like say something to my group, I say, "Hey, our fifth anniversary is coming. Does anyone want to do something funny, fun?" <laughs> We'll have like our crew back on that we used to have. Um, we've gone through a lot of different hosts over the years. Um, as you know, it's hard to schedule to do this. Yeah. And it's really hard to schedule to do this when you have different people in different states and different time zones and people oh, have yeah. kids, no kids, vacations, work, etc. Yeah. It's like trying to herd cats. So <laughs> yes. It's hard. Even when you're all in the same time zone, it's not easy. Yeah. Scheduling, especially you put the, the more host you add to a show, it's like it gets exponentially more difficult to schedule that show. Oh it's yeah. Really, it, it sounds silly, but it's really true. I, it like 
I could say this um, because there would be times where like we, we agreed on a day on a recording night and it had to be late at night because some of us work, most of us worked a nine to five. Yeah. Um, and then that time comes and it's crickets and I'm like, uh, we're, and I'm ready to go, you know, cause I got nothing else to do. And I'm like, where is everybody? <laughs> and then they just kind of like disappear. And then, and then I get like a message three hours, like, Oh, I'm sorry. I had this come up. I was sleeping. I was napping. And I'm like, so it was hard to get something. And I think, and you'll, you'll probably agree with me. This like the, I think one of the, the most important thing is consistency is getting a show out when you, this, whenever day you decide to put shows yeah. out is constantly putting them out. And, um, and even if that means it's a short show with one person or two people, I think it's good to, you know, just continue to just continue the ball rolling. Cause once when you like stop, it's like any, any, um, it's like any like thing you do repetitively. Once when you stop, it's hard to get back and do it. Just like going right. to the gym or going to the gym. <laughs> yeah. I was going to, it's exactly running, what I was going to say like that. <laughs> I mean that, uh, void right now of I, I ended up, you know, getting sick back in the days when I got COVID for the second time, I think oh. is what de- derailed me from going to the gym. And I, I have not gone back. And that's been several months now. So, yeah, I get you. But you're right. I mean, w- when it comes to podcasting, building your audience, uh, I mean, it's crazy. You miss a week and the numbers will drop. Um, and so you want to be consistent, whatever it is you're doing, you've got to be consistent. That's one of the sort of like axioms of building a podcast. Yeah. So I, I get it. Um, any highlights come to mind from your five years of doing the mouse and more like, uh, did you, do you have a favorite episode? Um, was it when Justin I, Monorail appeared? On I, <laughs> no, I love it when, I love it when you have guests on because that's a different, it's a different, um, person. It's a different opinion sometimes i feel like i'm saying the same things over and over again and i don't remember if i said something on the show or if i said something to myself or i said something to a friend like how many how many times have i told people this story you know and um so i like it no i like it when you have guests on um we had we had a a, a former a poor performer from the festival of the lion king mm-hmm. he was the he played the Kume um the head, the human is the the lead, as they call it, okay. of that show. Uh, he was roommates in college with Mark, who was a host on our show. Oh wow, that's and, cool. Um, Small world. And um, somebody was calling me. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, Take it live on the air. No, that's all right. Um, he was uh, so they were roommates, so they knew each other for a long time, and. And we were able to get him on. This was just as COVID started. So he really wasn't, he was still part time with Disney at that point. So he was like, oh. he lives in Orlando and he would fill in when he could, when he could do shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really cool. We had him on. Um, That's awesome. I love that and, show so much. Yeah. And then I, and I really like, <laughs> I really like when I record like live, like I'll bring a, a handheld recorder and I've recorded like in the parks so you can hear like the background noise oh, and yeah. such. Yeah. And I love that. And, and you can like, you know, when you talk to people or something, if you're with anybody or, um, I like those shows too. Um, I don't really like, I don't really have one. That's like, that was like my absolute favorite. I did one show where I threw in a ton of sound effects. Yeah. We were talking about like Christmas and, and like our favorite, I don't remember this a couple months ago. And I was like, 
let me just pull some MP3 sound effects. How hard is this? And and it's not that hard as long no. as you don't have to pay for them. Shh, right. <laughs> and um, you got royalty free sound effects, I'm sure. Oh yes, yes, royal. Yes, they're all royalty. There's no royalties involved. And um, that was I like that because I was like I was like putting in. In fact, I am not an IT person. <laughs> I I had to learn all this on my own. How to edit shows. How to you know do things. Um, how to import MP3s. I'm like, how do you do this? So I just kind of figured it out. That one I really liked because just because it was like really different than what we usually do. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you just uh, brought back or helped me to recover a memory of the old Monday morning monorail show. I think in our first season, we did a show called the Mousker Awards. And in that episode, I wrote a script for Landon to be the host of the Mouskers. We handed out all sorts of like theme park awards. I put sound effects like through the whole thing, like audience sound effects, drum rolls, like all this stuff. And we even had a musical number and we did an, we did an in memoriam too. Like it was so fun. And um, I don't know, you know, it probably wasn't our most listened to episode ever, but I put a lot of work into it. And I thought it was, that's our, I, I don't know. I personally got a lot of satisfaction from it. So I, I get what you're saying. It's, it's just, it, yeah. it's, it's, t- it's like an artistic expression, whether people appreciate it as much as you do or not. It's, it's, it was still a good time. Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, I don't want to like compare it to editing a movie or a TV show or something, but it's like the most like me and I'm sure you are going to be able to get to that point. I mean, unless if like I win the lottery and I, you know, work for ABC or something and I work on a TV show, like, like nobody, they wouldn't hire me because I don't know how to do, do they, that. But wait, know, do they hire you know? people that win the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> Is that something they look for in your resume? They're like, have you won the lottery? Oh, okay. Well, then come on in. You are now our uh, executive producer of the. <laughs> of this. Um, no, I know I, exactly. It's it, but you can have some fun with this. You don't always have like a ton of time because it is a lot of work to to make an episode like that. But um, yeah, for I mean, for me, it, if a thirty minute show takes three hours to edit and put together, and an mm-hmm. hour show, an hour show will take four to five hours. Yeah, I always said for me, when we were doing Morning Monorail, if it was an hour show, it would probably end up being close to three hours start to finish. And But I'm counting recording time, but then like editing and putting all of it together, probably three, three and a half hours for an hour oh. show. So that's, that's probably about right. Yeah. Yeah. So this show, I try to keep a little tight, although we're almost at 30 minutes at this point. <laughs> we haven't talked about anything. Um, next question. Do you currently have a annual pass to any theme park or I any ha- park. Uh, yeah, I have an annual pass to Walt Disney World. And I think I have an annual pass to Knott's Berry Farm huh. in, in yes, in really? Anaheim. Yeah, so friends of mine bought one for me for my birthday last year uh, because it's very inexpensive. It's like $100 yeah. to, for the annual pass. And it was like for the rest of the year and in the whole of next year. But I am unsure if it has expired. It probably has. Did you actually use it yet? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> well, I wonder because, well, isn't it like with Universal, if when you buy an annual pass, it gets activated the first day you use it? It it could be. It, cu- it could be. I, I may have accidentally like already activated it because, oh, okay. <laughs> because like I was like, oh, let me how do I do this? You know, and and I, I might have, I'm trying to search in my because it's in the wallet because I see it every time I open the wallet. There it is. 
not season pass. Oh, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a date on it. Yeah, maybe it's not active yet. It might. Yeah, maybe not. Hmm. That'd be cool. I was I was like a little like I shouldn't look look a gift horse in the mouth, but I was like, really? You guys got me an annual pass to a theme park that's three thousand miles away <laughs> from my. You know, it's it's sweet because right, like that's not something you'd buy yourself, and then maybe they thought that would bring you to the West Coast. Yeah, I you know what I think they got it for me in 2020 when I well, wasn't flying anywhere. <laughs> when I wasn't going anywhere, that's why I think I think that's why it was so cheap because it was yeah. like, here you go, 2020, and I'm like, okay, thanks. That being the case, I don't know if that pass is going to work for you anymore. I think you might have to call a guest representative, <laughs> a guest services representative. Um, if you ever end up going, they might give you like face value for it or something yeah. to like get a pass. Um, yeah, that's, I've never been to Knott's Berry farm. That's a place I, I would like to visit at some point. I asked, actually asked Tom and Michelle because they spoiler alert, Tom and Michelle will be coming on the pass holder lounge very, very soon. Uh, and they used to live in California. And one of the things I thought we might talk about was like Knott's Berry farm. Um, but they I don't think, I don't think they went at, you know, together. And then Tom was saying, I think, I think he said they, he might've gone years ago, but he doesn't really remember that much about it. So we will not be talking about Knott's Berry farm on an upcoming episode (laughs) and not with Adam either. (laughs) Um, not scary farm looks fun. I'd like to do that at some point. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, Adam, you were actually in Orlando for my birthday. Were you not? Uh, I was in Orlando when your birthday was when the day of your birthday. Yes. Yep. That's the question. I yes. was. Yes. Yes. Counselor. This is true. <laughs> um, however, you did not make it to the Halloween horror nights celebration. Why not? Um, uh, on, uh, on, well, to, honestly, it was because when I, when I finally figured out I was going to get there, um, I had already planned my two days at, well, Two days, three days, two days at Walt Disney World. Because mm-hmm. um, I know you, because I was in the Facebook group and and I knew it was in like in the back of my mind. I was like, I knew like, okay, it's that week. It's that area of time. But I really wasn't like, I, I, at the time I was like, I don't know if I'll be there. I'm really bad at scheduling things in advance. Like mm-hmm. I will, mm-hmm. I will buy plane tickets like a week before I actually go because I just really can't. I can't commit. It's sad. It's, um, I wish I was better at that, but I really can't. <laughs> and I don't know if it's like a work thing. If it's a, like, it's hard for me to like take off for work. So I'm like non-committal. like how long I'm going to take off. Um, but right now in my life, it's just hard to commit. So I like when, when you planned it, like almost a year in advance, it might've been a year. I was like, I can't think that far in advance. I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where I'll be in September. You know, I'm like, every time I'm like, oh, hopefully I'll be moved out and I'll be somewhere else. And and that's not the case, but, but so no, I, at that, when it came to that point, <laughs> I, I, everything was planned. I was like, I don't, I really don't think I'm going to be able to like do all of that. That's okay. I'm really just giving you a hard time. I, I know also that um, haunted like attractions are not really your thing. Um, so I, I didn't expect you to, to be able to make it or, or choose to spend your time there if you were going to be miserable, but, but it was just, it was just funny that you were in town and, uh, I don't think, I don't think I would have been miserable cause I would have been with you and, and Jeremy and, and I love Jeremy and, um, yeah, Frank and was Frank there and, and Nate and Landon's and very Kenan funny and, 
everybody. Yeah, I haven't I haven't met late I haven't met Nate or, or um, Keenan yet, but um, but yeah, no, I don't think I don't think I would have been miserable. I think I just would have been like, I don't really like like this. <laughs> okay, so how much happy? How happy? But not not unhappy like who and which. Just unhappy with like what's yeah, going on. I, I hear like, you. Um, how much? Can I ask how much the tickets were? Um, I think the night we went, I, I, uh, since it was like it was the second weekend, so it wasn't like peak pricing. Um, God, I can't remember, but I, I I'm gonna say let's just say it was ninety bucks. Okay, know, something like that. Did you did you pay for the express? Did you have to do that? No, we didn't do express. Okay. Um, we did if if people didn't have a universal ticket for the day, they had to do um, the scream early ticket, which was thirty five more dollars. Um, so that way we could get into the holding area and get ahead of people who weren't in the park yet. Um, but we didn't do express. And of course, because I'm a universal um, premium pass holder. My ticket that night technically was included my Halloween Horror Nights ticket. Oh, OK. Yeah, but I do have the Frequent Fear Plus pass, so I, you know, I can go multiple times and have. But um, yeah, so all in all, it, it was an expensive thing to ask people do to do. I think you know if that's what you're getting at. Yes, it was Adam, an expensive thing. Well, no, I just like <laughs> I, I I don't like it's just I'm just curious because like I've never even looked at that. Like mm-hmm. uh, the one, the one, oh, like the uh, my my thing with Universal is if I'm in or fl- Central Florida. I have the Walt Disney World Pass. Um, I it's already paid for. Yeah, uh, and I'm usually st- I'm either staying on property or very close to property of fifth floor of Disney World. I don't really want to spend time at the other park because I don't really know it, and I don't know like I don't know necessarily want to be there by myself or not. But whatever. So the one time I did go, I got a discounted ticket through. Um, I don't know if I can say it. I got a discounted ticket. From a cast member, okay, or they call them team members. Yeah, I'm not going to say who because I don't want to get that person in trouble. And then, um, and then my friend was staying there at the at one of the onsite hotels with the express, so he added me to his hotel oh, reservation. Nice. Yeah, and so I got the free ex- express. And what really, I ended up I paid for the express so I could do it with him, and then he was able to add me. So I asked if I could get a refund it, and they refunded it to me. Nice, it was really nice. So that trip that cost me like. $50 like to get in the park with express. I still had to pay to park and then we paid for food and such, but it was relatively inexpensive. And that's yeah. like, and I was happy that because we didn't get to do everything. Um, like we didn't get to do Spider-Man cause that was down most of the day. We didn't do Hagrid's. Um, those are the two big ones we didn't do. And like, I would, I like, I really, I really want to do Spider-Man because I was like, that's the ride everybody talks about. That's been there forever. Yeah. And I still haven't been able to do that. It's um, a classic. Yeah. Yeah. At some point you should. I wonder if like, maybe it would be good for you to plan a trip when there's like one of the Orlando Informer meetups. Maybe do something like that where you get a ticket, you get because like food is included. It's a low crowd, so you like walk on things, and you know yeah. it's it's like after hours in the park. I think I mean those tickets are, they're a little more pricey, but um, I think Steffers goes to every single one of them. Um, I yeah, think I, Rob she, goes. She might be going. I know. I know this year it's like the first weekend of December, mm-hmm. and I have a wedding in Dallas that Saturday. Um. 
because I, I like to go to Walt Disney World. I like to go to Orlando first weekend of December because Christmas is, is, is there, but it's not that crowded because people aren't taking off yet. It's right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. But I have a wedding in stupid Dallas and <laughs> um, I hate Dallas. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, Dallas. Yeah, no, I hate him. Um, and Gi- I'm a Giants fan and I don't even call them the Cowboys. We call them Dallas and we, all, and we hate them. They're America's team around here so <laughs> uh yeah so i'm really not looking forward to that but uh so i don't think i'll be able to get there that weekend but i might i mean maybe like i don't know i'd like to go in there like friday and, and then fly to dallas saturday morning for the way i don't know well I, don't know. I think they do them twice a year so i'm just saying maybe it might not be this one in december but maybe the next one we could probably plan a group thing maybe we could get a whole hashtag monorail fam meetup at an orlando informer event that'd be fun yeah um so be on the lookout for that i'll tell you i'm not really a big fan of dallas myself I, i've been there i've been there a couple of times and both times stayed downtown and all i will tell you without going into great detail is i just feel like it's boring See? There's like nothing to do in Dallas. <laughs> so that's my opinion. Staying like downtown. Maybe if you stay in the metro area, there's like more to do. But downtown, downtown shuts down at like eight o'clock at night. Oh, wow. There's nothing to do. Yeah. And I was there. One of the one of the reasons I was there one year was for the Cotton Bowl because Tennessee was playing Kansas State. So, by the way, the Cotton Bowl happens on New Year's Day. You would think New Year's Eve there would have been something to do in downtown Dallas. Nope, you would be wrong. <laughs> we, um, I've never been. I've never been to Dallas. This will be my first time. The wedding is like an hour north of Dallas in this mm. like in this like podunk town <laughs> that you know has like one or two hotels and such. So, um, not really looking forward to um, to that. But it'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine. You're there for the wedding. You're going to enjoy it. You'll probably get to dance to some in uh, sync and you'll be. Fine. <laughs> I'm debating. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like debating. Like, should I buy like cowboy boots and wear like a cowboy hat? Should I do <laughs> oh, that? Yes. I get a know. get a bolo tie. Absolutely. Bolo tie, like, I don't like know if I could pull that off. And I don't know if I want to wear a hat on the plane like that. Because you can't pack it. <laughs> you can't pack a cowboy hat. It's going to get crushed. True. So I have to wear it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Adam, I might buy you a cowboy hat and boots <laughs> if if you will wear that to the wedding. <laughs> mm. And then I want all the pictures and videos. It'd be great. <laughs> um, well, you'll be fine. But yeah, I I don't know. I just think next next time next time there's one, maybe we should start thinking. I know you don't like to plan that far ahead because who I knows? Really, I, I'm serious. Who knows? Man. I hate I hate it. I like I'll tell you this. I. I am running in the half marathon in January and I had to book that in April. That's like the longest. I can't believe I had to book that and it's coming up and I haven't started training for that. And I don't even know if I will. I don't even know if I will ever train for it because I don't like ever have time and it's getting darker earlier around here. Right. Like by the time I get home, it's now dark out. So I got to run before work and, um, I mean, I'll be, I'll be there. I might just walk it. And if like they catch up to me at the back end and they have a golf cart or something, then I'll just run the golf cart. No, you get, you got to stay in front of the balloon lady. You can't, you can't get disqualified Adam. I'll I'll make friends with the balloon lady then. I am sure 
Natalie and Marissa are going to be there, right? Yes. Yeah. Natalie is Natalie's running it. Um, Marissa's not running it, but um, but she yeah she'll be there too. But uh, they're going to be yeah. very disappointed in you if the balloon lady gets you. Yeah. Well, I think. No, I'm not gonna, no, Marissa or um, Natalie's been training like like uh, like she's like really yeah. good, like yeah. she's doing it every day. And I tell her like, I wish I had the, I wish I had the, the uh, spirit that you did because I really yeah the don't. discipline. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's she's kicking butt. She's doing great. And I think she didn't she recently get sick and then like she even trained like I don't know if she was training while she was sick, but she's already back up doing her yeah. thing. She's doing great. She's go doing Natalie. The- She's doing the dopey too. So she's doing all four races. She's doing all four. Yeah, that's that's wild. I I can tell you right now on this podcast, I will never do the dopey. I'll never do a multi race <laughs> challenge. It would be it's it would be a stretch to say I'll ever do a run Disney race because <laughs> I don't mind running. I actually like running. I have no interest in doing a half marathon. I'm. I would consider a 5k, but I just don't know if I want to pay to do it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. This is like 200. I paid like 200 and I don't even remember. It was over $200. Yeah. No, thanks. I mean, (laughs) it's, it's too much and um, I'm not interested in running a half marathon. Like I I just don't have any desire to run that long. I really don't talk about boring. I I just don't know. And it's early. Like it's early. It starts at like three in the morning or who knows like what that? the weather's gonna be like <laughs> yeah oh it's cool that you get to run through the parks and i know that there's there's like meet and greets and stuff i don't want to talk about run disney <laughs> is this have you ever done a half marathon before no no i've, I've only oh, done wow. like i've only done 5ks around like near town okay and um, all right yeah that's it adam so. you gotta start training i know Please. i think it's time you maybe got I should it. start. I got to stop drinking, right? Or maybe, I, maybe when this one's over, then I'll start. Right? All right, yeah. The, drink this one. Have a good time tonight. And tomorrow, we're starting your training. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring my bike up there, and I'm gonna ride beside you. <laughs> You'll be in sweats. We'll, we'll do a whole Rocky montage. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Philadelphia, though, and and you know what? We weren't gonna talk about Philly today. No, we hate. I hate Philadelphia too. We were. <laughs> We were supposed to be talking about New Jersey, and here we are, forty-two minutes in. Um, I, I, I feel like I want to stick to an hour or under for this episode. So, Adam, I know you prepared some stuff. Let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it to you. You're the, you're the guest. What, what would you like to spend the last twenty minutes of this episode discussing about New Jersey? All right. So, um, first of all, I, I'd ask you a question. Yeah. What did you, before you knew anybody from New Jersey? Okay. Me or anybody doesn't matter. Andre. What was what was your opinions on New Jersey? Like, what did you think about us? Um, actually, I'd have to go back even further because when I worked for um, Accenture, I, I met a lot of people who lived and worked in New Jersey. So going back even further than that, when did Jersey Shore come on to MTV? <laughs> that was when I was in college. That was 2009, I believe, was the first Okay, episode. that was probably my first ever impression of someone from New Jersey. Um, oh, I think gosh. I think that I really didn't know that much about New Jersey. And in fact, I, I felt like um, if I was just going to characterize it, I would imagine there was like concentrations around like the cities, but it was somewhat like... Uh, maybe a little bit of countryside, sparsely populated elsewhere. Um, so it was really sort of like one of those places where most people kind of live near like Newark or Ocean City or or something like that. Um, I didn't really think that, you know, Jersey Shore people represented the whole state. But um, 
I don't, I, I'll be honest. If I'm being honest, I would think New Jersey is maybe like a, a little less nice, <laughs> but that was just my impression. You know, it's like people, you ask this, a question, this question to someone from New Jersey about people from Tennessee, they probably say I'm toothless. I have no shoes and I'm married <laughs> to my cousin. So, um, and only two of those things are true. Um, <laughs> Got to figure out which two are. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, but um, yeah. So I, w- I would say I haven't always had a great opinion of the great state of, of the Garden State. Garden Jersey. State. Yeah. yeah. So tell me why I'm wrong. Um, well, uh, first of all, one only one of those people were actually from New Jersey on the oh, show. Okay. <laughs> Sammy. Well, that- Sammy Sweetheart. Oh, Sammy, and she was sweet. Uh, the rest of them were from New York. Uh, and mm. what's his face? Paulie D was from Rhode Island. <laughs> um, so that was the first problem because everybody, when that show came out, we were like, wait a minute, these people aren't from New Jersey. Yes. They're, they're vacationing in New Jersey at one of the big shore towns, but they're yeah. not from here. Um, so New Jersey, uh, New Jersey is basically a one big bedroom community, right? What does Every- that mean? Everybody either work. Uh, most of the people live in New, that live in New Jersey. They commute to oh. New York city. Or gotcha. Philadelphia gotcha. for work. Okay. Okay. Um, and then if you don't do that, you work in a job that basically supports the people that work in those two areas. <laughs> okay. So like during the, so like there's a lot of commuting, mm-hmm. there's a lot of big, we got a lot of big highways, a lot of commuting, and um, a lot of people aren't really home that much. Um, at least during the day. Right. But weekends were, you know, we're flooded because everybody's home and they don't want to like deal with traffic and such. Um, yeah. Um, so I live in North Jersey. There is, uh, some people say that there's a North, a uh, central Jersey. I I'm on the, the belief that there is no such thing as central Jersey. <laughs> okay. There's just, you North don't believe South. I don't it believe in exist. it. Now I think our governor said that there was a central Jersey, but I don't agree with him. Um, what does he know? He's the governor. He doesn't know exactly. He doesn't know. I don't even think he's from here. I think he's from like Boston or something. Adam, um, wait, have you lived in New Jersey your whole life? Yes, I have. Okay. Okay. Yep, born and raised here. Um, it's the Garden State because we do have a lot of farmland. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. we have a lot of of green space. We have a lot of state parks um, that are open, and you're not allowed to, you know, build on and such. Um, a lot of people, when they know New Jersey, they only fly into Newark Airport, which is That's disgusting. Where I flew in Newark Airport. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, I hate it so bad. Um, the, the United Terminal is nice, but the rest of them are bad and then the whole surrounding area is bad and then they drive on the turnpike to go from to go between new york and philadelphia and and that's just a big concrete you know 10 lane highway and (laughs) all you see is like oil refineries and such and you don't really see the green part so you know a lot of people that's their only um yeah that's their only opinion and very industrial and dirty yeah yes exactly yeah um I live in the north. Um, we have uh, four seasons. Uh, we have a full fall. <laughs> we, we've got the fall foliage right now. Ooh, we get beautiful. we get winter. We get a lot of snow. Summertime um, doesn't get too hot. Uh, it the hottest is is excuse me. The hottest it usually gets is in the middle of August when it's hot and humid. It's nothing like Florida, like Florida well, summers. What are what are your peak temperatures usually in August? Like you August, like if it gets to ninety, that's that's okay. high. Um, but it'll get humid too. 
So it'll yeah. be like you'll be sweating outside, but um, but like June, June and like June, May and June, beautiful months. Mm. Um, and then we do get uh, we'll get thun- like we had a very dry summer this year, but usually we'll get thunderstorms at night. Um, kind of like how Orlando gets them during the day, yeah. <laughs> the afternoon Three thunderstorms. O'clock. Yeah, ours come in like after ten o'clock. It's very funny how like. Mm. No- we didn't really get many this year because we had a drought, I guess, but normally it's, we get rain in the evenings. Um, but we, but like, you know, we don't have rain, you know, water issues and, and that kind of thing. Um, uh, I, I, I love it here. I know people make fun of us and they, they don't like, they say we're all like, you know, Italian, like Guido's and, you know, we talk like, you know, the people from the Sopranos, which some of us do, but, you know, not everybody's like that. Um, we have a lot of variety. We have a lot of mixed cultures. You know, a lot of people that are in New Jersey or people, Europeans that immigrated from Europe in the you know, early 1900s. Oh, that's they went where through, came from. Yeah, they went through. <laughs> I know. I, I really, what I was saying, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to double up as I say this, but it's fine. Um, but you know they so Ellis Island is in New Jersey, believe it or not. The Statue of Liberty, oh, I didn't, I didn't the that. Statue of Liberty is technically in in New Jersey coastline. Nobody will. Oh, nobody she's will, a Jersey girl. Okay. Nobody nobody thinks that's true, but look it up. It's New Jersey. Look it up. And um, look it up, millennials. <laughs> and then they settled in you know the areas are outside of New York City. So and then some of them went down in like Philadelphia area. So so um, okay, Th- this is great because. I, I do think that people it, it's true for every state, really. People who aren't from there are not exposed. You know, that all you know really is stereotypes or maybe what you see on TV. Tell me about that Jersey Shore though. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, show is, the, the Jersey Shore show or the actual shore? The actual shore. I mean, is it is it anything like what the show represents? Um I, I'm hoping it is. Some of it was. Some of it was. So that was point that was Seaside. Seaside is a is a very popular like town for it's um seaside is probably like it's a, like a little over an hour away f- no no it's more than that it'd be an hour and a half or so from my house um it's more people from north jersey would go there for for their shore towns um mm-hmm. that's what we call the beach yeah. is the shore so when i'm saying shore that's that's what i'm referring to um it's a lot of like houses that people rent out Mm-hmm. And it's and and it's a lot of times it's like college age kids that are renting them out and they're you know drinking on the beach and everything. Um, the town there's towns nearby that are dry towns too, where you can't drink or they don't. Well, you can drink, but they don't sell alcohol like at the restaurants yeah. or anything. So the lot of them, but, but but where the Jersey Shore was filmed, seaside that is a that is a wet town. Mm-hmm. That's weird to say, that's, but okay. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> I, I don't know how else up. to say it. <laughs> that's right. Um, and there's a lot of partying there, and there is. And uh, there's a boardwalk. There's the boardwalk, and there's you know all the stuff to do on the boardwalk with the piers, with the ri- amusement rides, and everything, and and nightclubs and such. So that part, yes, can be like that. I went. I did go to visit the shore, the house once um, a while ago. This was in the winter time, so there wasn't anything going on there. But um, it was funny seeing the house because it looks just you know like it does on TV. Yeah, with the painted American flag, American flag, Italian flag on the garage. (laughs) Um, so in your younger days, Adam, did you ever go to Seaside and uh, drink on the beach and do some fist pumping in a club? 
I did not. Um, my grandparents lived in Wildwood Crest, which is exit four on the parkway, which is all the way at the bottom of New Jersey. Okay. Um, right. The next exit after that is zero, which is Cape May, which is all the way at the tip. Uh, Cape May is Victorian, like very seventeen eight. Nah, 17 right 1800s like victorian architecture a lot of bed and breakfast is very oh. like quaint town okay. um wildwood crest was um well it's it's mostly philip people from philadelphia that that come into that short town because it's it's not too far from really it's like less than two hours for us it was 100 and 180 miles one way so it was three plus hours well, um, that's not bad. I, it's funny because I actually, um, in high school, one of my best friends moved to my town from Philadelphia, and he would talk about like going to Wildwood. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See. Yeah. Um, they where they lived in Wildwood Crest. It was I was also a dry town, um, and it was mostly mot like low rise motels and then single family homes. Low-rise motels, low-rise jeans. <laughs> um, and then in the other areas of Wildwood, there's a full boardwalk. There's the longest boardwalk in New Jersey. It's five miles, five miles long. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is a long boardwalk. And uh, and there's amusement park piers there where they have the rides and they have, you know, restaurants and such. Wildwood is not really a fist-pumping town like Seaside <laughs> is. <laughs> but there are, night, there are some nightclubs and there are some some places like that but but it's also a lot of like p like older people that that ended up retiring there like my grandparents did okay so, so they can be quieter a little yeah. more calm yeah like where they lived it was mostly like older people and and they had a lot of their friends that would you know come over and visit so um i grew that was our shore that's where we grew up i grew okay. up going to was there okay. and that's where my my mother grew up going to because um, long story short, my grandparents would vacation there when they when my mother was a kid, and then when my mother graduated high school, they liked it so much that they decided to sell their house up in North Jersey and move full time down to Wildwood Crest. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm, you know, it, it sounds like there's a a wide variety of places and and people in New Jersey, and we should really open our minds to this idea. Although, as we've been talking about it, I, I did decide that I think at some point I would like to take a vacation to Seaside. I would like to spray tan myself before I go there. <laughs> and I just want to spend the whole time in like open up, opened button up shirts in the club, just fist pumping the whole time. <laughs> and I'm not going to go to the gym before I go. So it's uh. not going to be a pretty sight, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. A lot of a uh, lot of like 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 sugar drink jello shot stuff going on there great so. perfect perfect <laughs> um we were talking about boardwalks i want to talk about boardwalks because i do love a boardwalk and i love a boardwalk that has attractions i love a boardwalk that has the the amusement park kind of the i love a ferris wheel on a boardwalk um all that sort of thing and so tell me about like what kind? What kind of a uh, uh, amusement park type experiences you can get um, on the boardwalk? I I'm very interested in this. Uh, yeah. So, like uh, my the example I'll, I'll talk about is in Wildwood. They had, or they still have. I say had isn't you know 
It's still there. I'm sorry. Uh, three. They have three piers that go out like from the boardwalk towards the ocean. Uh, the ocean. The, the beach itself is very wide. It's like at some parts, it's like a quarter mile from the start of where you get to the beach to the actual water. Whoa. Yeah. So there's a long distance for you to walk. So these piers don't really go onto the. They jut out, but they really don't go on into the water. They're, they they oh. stop beforehand. Okay. Um. Uh, so, um, they have, they've been, how long, cause I looked it up before Maurice piers in Wildwood have been around since yeah 1969. Whoa. Um, nice. they've, you know, they, yeah, they've been, <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, they have been updating them over the years. There's also two water parks, uh, which is water park is funny having on the beach, you know, you oh, think, what, uh, well, that yeah, why do you need a water park on the beach? You got the biggest water park. It's called the Ocean. Get exactly. out there, go um, meet Jaws. Yeah, and they have uh, Ferris wheels. They have. Wait, wait. Are you saying the water park is on the pier? Yeah, they have wow. two of them actually on the piers. Yep. Wow, that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. So you're you're in a water slide, and you look and you see the ocean. You're on. You see the beach, the ocean. Okay, I'm on. Of, I'm back on board. I like it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, then the amusement parks themselves. They have Ferris wheels. They have, uh, they have you know, real roller coasters. Um, mm-hmm. They have some like carnival type rides, like the uh, like the bus thing that goes like up and down, oh, yeah, and the yeah, pirate yeah. ship that goes swing. I'm doing swing. this. I don't know if people the see swing. It. I see the motion. The swing. The swing. Uh, you know, carousels, and then they have the. Uh, the pay for the pay games, the, you know, the, oh, yeah, shoot, yeah. the um, carnival, games. Yeah, yeah. carnival games, you know, you shoot the target thing and you win a prize and they're you, all fixed. Throw the bean bag and try to knock the bottles off. Yeah. 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 And if you cry, if you're a kid, you cry long enough. They will, um, <laughs> they'll give they'll you give a, you a prize. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They out there and they, they always had Nickelodeon, Disney. Yeah. Of tra- course. Toys. I don't know if they legally were allowed. <laughs> no, to. I'm sure they're not sanctioned. No way. <laughs> No way, it, but you can get them. You can get them. Well, it's funny because, like, okay, so I grew up going to Dollywood, um, which is not on a boardwalk; it's in the mountains. But they have carnival games. There was like a whole section of that park they called the Country Fair, and in the Country Fair there are carnival games, and you would win prizes. And they had stuff that I was like, "How do they have?" I am sure they don't have the license to give me a Scooby Doo, you know, but. You could get one. So I don't know. I, I think that somehow there's some sort of a, it, it's like a, I don't know. A, a, there's no laws. It's like the wild West when it yeah. comes to carnival games yeah. and prizes. I mean, they're buying them from somebody. So Disney's getting their money either way. You know, I guess I think maybe a uh, lot of, a um, lot of uh, miniature golf uh, on the boardwalks. Um, Ninja Golf places. There, there was, Golf. there was a famous haunted house. Oh, um, and boardwalk? on the boardwalk, it was, it was like a boat ride. What? I, I, yeah, I never got to do it because it burned down. Oh, when I was like seven or eight years old, I remember when we were walk past it, I would, I would, you know, be scared because. Oh my like, gosh, I would have been too. But now this sounds like it would have been right up my alley. Yeah, it was. Um, there, I mean, there's like a, there's like you know articles about it and such, but it did burn down at one point, and one of the water parks ended up taking its its that spot there. 
Okay. Actually, so they put a they put a water park there. Um, that was like, but it had it was a full time haunted house, and it and I because when I've read in like at museums and such, it did have like scare actors in positioned in the house that would jump out and. But know, it was a boat ride. So, yeah, but it was a boat ride. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. That would have yeah. been very cool. I don't know. I can't figure out if it went up or down because the house was tall. Uh-huh. Um, I don't I cannot figure out if the if the, the flume itself would go up and down in the house. I, oh my I God. think it did because okay. it was so, so big. So now you've opened my mind like I'm my imagination is going r- wild with this and I'm thinking it's almost in my mind. Imagine like a splash mountain type ride, but it's a haunted house. How freaking cool. That would be so good. I would love yeah. it. You wouldn't love uh, it. Yeah. I would love it. All right. So it was called Dracula's Castle. Perfect. And um, let me see if I can find out when it actually it was built in the 60s. Wow. And then, yeah, it was. I just remember like you can hear the screams from outside. Um, it looked like a castle. That's right. It looked like a castle. It really looked like a house. It looked like a castle. And um, oh, 2002. It burned down okay. in 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, so I was 12. Okay. It was a little 20, older than I thought. 20 years ago. R.I.P. Yeah. Dracula's Castle. Damn. Oh, it was a victim of arson. So somebody actually. Oh. That, somebody actually lit it up on fire. Wow. That's <laughs> the worst possible conclusion for that place. Um, yeah. I wonder if it was a Dracula. Could have been. It was, a, it was a Dracula that got fired because they had to have their teeth pulled. <laughs> They had uh they had cavities in their fangs. Yeah. They got fired. Well, um so do you have memories like growing up and going and and riding some of the carnival rides and different things on the boardwalk? Yeah, yeah, we did uh we I I really love cars and I still do. Um so we they had go-kart tracks on the boardwalk too. Oh, nice. So we I would always like go for the go-kart tracks. Yeah. Um and uh, and and then the and the bumper cars, but I did not like to bump people. I like to just drive. <laughs> you just wanted to race. You just wanted to yeah. drive. <laughs> and I would get mad when people would bump me. I'm like, I'm not here to bump because you know when you're 12 years old. When you're 12, you know when you're 12 year old, and you that's the only time you get to really drive yeah. a car. Because we didn't, we didn't, we went to Disney World once when I was nine. And then we didn't go again until I was like 17. So the whole like Autopia thing wasn't in my uh, childhood yeah. driving a car, that kind of car. So it was always go-karts. Like when we on vacation, we always like look for go-kart tracks and then bumper cars. And I just wanted to drive the bumper car like a normal vehicle. <laughs> I and, just want to uh, drive the car, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, that's funny. Okay. So when I was growing up, we had this park in Pigeon Forge called Magic World. And it was just this creepy little local park. Um, years later, I ended up working for a miniature golf course that was built on that property. And I found out later it was owned by the same people who own Magic World. Oh. So so kind of a full circle situation. But <laughs> Magic World was one of those places that like if our church was going to do a, like a little youth group outing, sometimes we would go to magic world. They had a haunted house there. They had a little dragon uh, roller coaster. They, they had one of those, it was like a bucket. Um, 
almost like a Dumbo ride, but it was hang gliders and you could push your little bar forward and back and it would make your hang glider go up and down. Okay. Um, They had a magic carpet ride. That was actually really cool. But one of the things I remember from magic world was the antique cars. And that was one of the things that I love to do because you're right. Like as a kid, you just want to drive a car and yeah. So you get out there and you're, and Oh, you could drive them. Okay. Yeah. You got to drive. They, They were on like tracks and I don't think they even had as much steering ability as the Tomorrowland Speedway. They were like pretty locked into their track, but you got to press the gas and you felt like you were doing something. So, yeah, yeah that was like a significant memory for me. So, like, I, I totally get um, you're, you're in the bumper cars. You're just like, this is cool. I'm getting to actually drive something around. Yeah. I don't want people bumping me either, man. I get it. Yeah. And then like, I would always like watch my parents when they would drive. I would always watch them and see how they're doing it. And that's how I kind of learned how to drive like myself is like, you know, it's like when do you start braking? how far behind the person in front of you, like how fast are you going around turns and such. And um, yeah, I always liked that. Were you pretty anxious to get your license when you could uh, your permit and your license? Like you wanted to drive. Oh yeah. No, I was like, give like, I want it. Like when I turn in New Jersey, you get a, per- you can get a permit at 16 after you do six hours of behind the wheel with like a paid instructor. Okay. And then you have a permit for, you have to have a permit for at least six months before you can get your license at 17. But the the license at 17 is restricted. You can't drive at night. You can't drive with like more than one person in the car. Um, There's like, you know, rules with that kind of, you can't use your cell phone, which you shouldn't use anyway. Right. Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, no, I like when I turned 16, I remember it was a Sunday and so I couldn't get my, it couldn't go for my permit until the next day. And I was like, so upset. I'm like, well, I want my permit now, but I had to wait till mon- next day, Monday to get it. Um, that's how like much I wanted to drive. Cause yeah. I was like, you know, I want to, I want to do this. Um, my brother, he waited, he didn't, he didn't yep. get his permit at 16. He waited cause he was nervous. And I have a cousin that didn't get his license until he was like 20 years old. And it's just like, some people are, don't, don't get excited for that. But I was like all for it. Let me go. Yeah, I think there has been a divide because I was the same way as you. Now, in Tennessee, you get your permit at 15 and then you get your license at 16. And at that time, there was no graduated license. Like once you got your license, you could drive. It didn't matter. Now, mm-hmm. permit, of course, you had to have like a license driver in the car and, and all that sort of thing. But um, I it, 16, as soon as I turned 16, day one, I wanted to go get my license. I wanted to be out there on the road. I wanted to be able to get out. I, it's funny, like um, this generation that's coming up right now, and I know there there's exceptions, but I just think there's a lot more of them who are like, I, I don't really want to get my license. And it's certainly true about May, uh, my youngest. Like she's 17 now. She still has her permit. Um, she, I actually signed her up for, there's this uh, driving school that will come pick them up and take them out driving. And then we'll schedule the driving test and take them to the driving test. Um, after a certain amount of lessons, I signed her up for that. So she's going to be doing that. But like, she's had no interest in getting her driver's license. It just hasn't been a priority for her. And I really think it's like a generational thing, but it's funny because I think you land in this area where like you were on the side of, you wanted to drive. And then like your brother, who I assume is younger. Yes. Uh, days four months. years younger. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like right on that split somewhere in there. I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know if it's because. For, for us, the like the people who wanted to be driving, the internet was really just starting to become a thing like in 90 for us, like 
generally people in like 93, 94, 95, you didn't know if, if your friends had the internet or if you could connect with them. You, if you wanted to talk to them, you were sitting on your landline all night yeah. long, you know, that sort of thing. So you wanted your license cause you wanted to be able to spend time with your friends. Nowadays they can just do, you know, steam calls or whatever that's, they're doing. That's steam call. I don't know what that is. I don't know. You know, they're all getting on these group chats. They play yeah. games together. They're they're meeting up virtually, essentially. Yeah. No, that make that makes sense because where I live, where I grew up, we it's not a walking town. Like you can't walk to anything. We live on a main road. Um, people are going fifty miles an hour on it. There's no sidewalk. Um, you know, the, the grocery store is mile, a couple miles away. Like I, I, I live in New Jersey, but I'm in the, I'm in a more rural, I am, I'm in, I'm 50 miles away from New York city from Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get into New York city in an hour if there's no traffic. And if you go with like a Saturday, Sunday morning, there's no traffic. If you go Sunday night or a Saturday night, there's no traffic. Um, so I can get into New York City real fast from here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I live in the woods, which is why I like living here. And uh, we don't lock the doors. And um, I have like I have to bring in the bird feeder every night because a bear will come in and take <laughs> the bird feeder down. Like we have yeah. like, we have wild animals all over the place. Yeah. Um. So because of that, there you you there's you have to you can't really walk to places. You kind of have to drive everywhere. Like the nearest Target is, um. Nearest target is like twenty minutes from here. You oh my to, gosh, and you Adam, have to drive that's it. too remote for me. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> uh, like the, I mean, we only like the only food we have here is like McDonald's, and then we have pizzerias, you know, yeah. Chinese places. But like, we don't have all these like other things. So, um, it's uh, so you really you need to have a car. You have to have a license around here to drive. Now, I don't like where you live. I. You maybe you have more walkability for things, which is which will help for sure. Um, yeah, but it's also just the lack of public transit and around here where you you kind of have to have a car. And I went to where I went to college. I went to college in Nyack, New York, which is just over the border in our um, in Rockland County. So it's like upstate New York, but it's it's still like south. Um, I went to school with a lot of kids from this new york city and none of them had licenses because they didn't they didn't they didn't have a car their parents didn't have a car because everything is walkable for them so they like yeah. they they didn't have driver's licenses so like it, it was like weird talking to people my age that didn't have a license um because they didn't need it because they where they came where they grew up they didn't need it so yeah it's like you know a lot of it is where you're from and and like you said you don't you hang out with your friends you don't even need to really go to them anymore you could yeah. just you know, talk to them virtually. So yeah, like what we're doing like we're now, doing, that's exactly what I was say. <laughs> we're doing a video call right now. And, and actually in this last episode, talking to Dr. Jacqueline, just, just being able to do like video calls with your friends where all of my friends, because of the nature of how I've made my close friendships through the monorail fam community. Um, all my friends live other places, like most of yeah. them. Um, so like, if I don't see you guys in the parks, this is the best way for me to see you guys. And it, it's, it's the next best thing, really. I mean, yeah. it's better than being on the phone and and or texting or whatever. But yeah, um, I, it it's like good and bad. Like I I wish I like this. I do. Mm-hmm. I do wish like I, I the, finding internet friends is really cool. Mm-hmm. But on the reverse side, it's like yeah, but I can't just like after work can't I can't just go with, to see right. Justin at a bar or something. Yeah, 
Yeah. And That's I can't go see part. this person. And even in, like, I have nothing to do tomorrow on a Saturday. I can't like drive and go see you guys. Yeah. And I that, know that, that part stinks. It does. It does. Um, no. So if I could recommend anything, Adam, it would be going ahead and, and moving on down to well, Orlando. <laughs> I should say, I should like clarify and say like, I love New Jersey. And if I could live here like forever, I, I, would but i am actively looking i am actively looking for jobs in like the central florida area so yeah so like if like i like fingers crossed if like two months from now i'm like you know i'm living in in central florida like that doesn't mean that's not because i hate new jersey it's just because things developed and you know who knows where we are and then but, uh, and you and i we will get together over a beer on uh friday night and we'll discuss that and or, we'll, or we'll record because that's what we're they're doing on a Friday night is recording. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but we can do it in person. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I'll take my digital recorder. We will go to. Hey, here's a question as we as we sort of round up here because we're we're now over an hour. What's your favorite lounge on Disney property? Oh boy. Well, I. Uh, <laughs> it's a good question. Um, oh gosh. The there are a lot of have, good ones, and I'm not going to judge you. There, I think there are good ones. A lot of things have changed, unfortunately. I, I, when I had you on my show, I told you the Bellevue Lounge was really nice at the Boardwalk. Yep. Which, by the way, the Boardwalk Hotel is themed after Atlantic City Boardwalk right. in the, like I say, New Jersey good Boardwalk point. in the early, the late 1800s, early 1900s. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should yeah. say that. So if you want to, if you want to experience New Jersey in in Central Florida, <laughs> go to and who doesn't. Go to um, the boardwalk, go to Yacht Beach, because those are also themed yeah. sort of after the seaside areas of New Jersey. Vaguely New Jersey, New England. Yeah, yeah. And in Universal, I, I, will, an- I will answer your question. Universal, right. Cabana Bay is the 50s, like, doo-wop, right? A lot of that comes from wildwood new jersey where they still maintain a lot of the doo-wop 50s theming at resorts at the museum uh okay. you know 50s cars oh, and and i'll have to i'll have to find the article because when the cabana bay was being built part of where they went to to get inspiration was from wildwood crest new jersey wow that's a yeah. fun fact Yes, because there's still hotels with the signage that looks like that with the neon and with the with the funky looking like like um, the swirl formica things and the yeah the stuff on the I, wall. I really like the style of the Cabana Bay Beach Resort. I don't know if I'll ever stay there again, but that's a separate issue. Oh, it's not because of the style. It's not because of the theming. It's because of other things, and I'm not going to get into it right now. Sorry, sorry. Um, I would like, I, I, I should see it. I mean, whether I stay there or not is another story, but um, I should go there and see it because it's going to bring me back to a lot of the things that I grew up with. Um, yeah. We'll talk about it offline, Adam. Oh, okay. Um, favorite lounge in, oh gosh, in Walt Disney World it would have been Bellevue, but they have recently changed it and I don't like the way it looks. It doesn't look mm-hmm. like, it doesn't look like the ninth, the Victorian boardwalk anymore. It looks just like a, um, looks like a pure one. <laughs> oh, I don't want to drink at a pure one. No. Um, put me on the spot. I should know this. Oh, no, I told you I didn't send you the questions. I, it's good. It's okay. And I don't edit this podcast either. No, that's fine. Um, no, man. 
It doesn't. I'm going to say no, no. I know. I'm going to say Nomad. Nomad is Nomad has really Nomad has really good food, and Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom is is really nice because it's really cold in there, and Animal Kingdom is is hot, and it's shut and up. Got ni- and no, they have nice- we will not take this blasphemy on this show. You're not going to sit here and tell me Nomad Lounge or Animal Kingdom's the hottest park. I don't know if it's well. I don't well. I will. I mean, I, I was in Hollywood Studios, and there is no shade in Hollywood Studios, and and there are so many areas where you are just sitting there, and there's just concrete everywhere, and I'm like, why isn't there a tree here? Like, why did, why didn't they put a tree here? <laughs> so I mean, come on, now. <laughs> like it's really, it's really bad. Um, I just think it, like I'm not like picking on Animal Kingdom just being hot. Like it's just hot there in general. And it's just hot in the park in Florida in general. And it's just nice cool. being then inside and the couches there are really comfortable and the drinks there are really good. And any food I've had is good. And mm. I mentioned this before, I've been able to order off of the Tiffin's yeah. menu Tiffin's. Yeah, yeah. in Nomad. So the menu is just more expanded than what it is that you're looking at. So I would say I would say Nomad Lounge. Listen, you you're preaching to the choir. I mean, Nomad Lounge is sort of like the signature lounge of the Passholder Lounge podcast. So I'm not going to argue with you at all. The reason I asked that is because I was like, when you do eventually move here, where is it that we're going to do our live recordings? Obviously, it's going to be in Nomad Lounge. Nomad Lounge or or uh, Wilderness Lodge. Geyser Point. Geyser Point's nice, but uh, it's all outdoors. And if yeah. it's raining or if it's really hot, it's covered. Like, it's yeah, but like, but like, but some, but you, if it's if the wind is blowing in from the side, you can get wet from the inside. Wilderness Lodge uh, upstairs, like the second floor, it's not really like a technical lounge. It's just like a seat, seating areas where they have the the um, you know the fireplaces and such, which are really nice up there. I've done I've we've I've recorded a show up there actually um, with mine. So. Okay. All right, I would accept that. Ter- I think there's Territory Lounge at Wilderness Lodge that people say is fantastic i've never been to territory lounge but i'm willing yeah the body is willing yeah that's 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 wilderness is like a off the beaten path because it's not easy to go to if you're not staying there so um i i wanted to say i don't want to i don't want to i just want to say a couple (laughs) things we about we have in new jersey we have great six flags great adventure (laughs) yeah yes which i have not been to in a really long time which is why we didn't talk about it so we're gonna talk about but did you know that it has the as of in two, as of 2021 it had the tallest roller coaster in the world? Oh. it's been passed since last year, but it ha- it was uh, King Dakar. It's called. Oh, I know King Dakar. Yeah, 456 feet tall. Yeah, they said yeah, you yeah, could yeah. see you could see the skyline of Philadelphia, which is very far away from where that is on a clear day. Awesome. It goes 128 miles an hour. Holy sh! <laughs> okay, that's amazing. And the total ri- the whole ride took 28 seconds. Wow. Yeah. It's a very short I ride. have not been, I have not been on that ride. I don't know if I ever will because I if the idea of going 128 miles an hour in an open um roller coaster just seems very nuts to me. And then inside of that inside of where the, the of where that 450 tall top hat they call it is yeah, a yeah. Dro- they built a drop tower inside oh. of it. Okay. Which is the world's largest drop tower. It goes 90 miles an hour and it's 415 feet high. 
So it's not totally up to the top, but it's it's up it's, there. It's up there. That is yeah. a tall drop tower. Okay, I'm in. I actually, I think Six Flags Great Adventure, as many of the Six Flags parks, I, it might be all of them. It didn't start as a Six Flags. It was uh, built uh, by uh, an independent company that actually isn't there. Like a um, not a zoo, but like a nature area. Yes, yeah, so they so they have a I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, it's cut. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, built in 1974. It did not become a Six Flags until 77. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years of its own thing. Uh, it has a water park, Hurricane Harbor Water Park, and then they have a safari uh, drive through experience. Yeah, it started. It started out as you drove your own car through it, mm-hmm. and then in 2013. In 2013, they combined they. <laughs> this is like how they. This is how we do things in New Jersey, right? They combined the safari park with the theme park to make it one park, mm-hmm. and it ended up being the second largest theme park in the world behind Animal Kingdom. Yeah, that's awesome. Because it added the safari thing. I love it. So, um, so then at some point you they switch to like big uh, trucks like they have at the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. So you're not driving yourself through the safari park, which is probably better. And then COVID happened and then they didn't want everybody together, but they still wanted to operate. So then they switched it back to driving yourself. So now you could drive your own car through an active safari. Animals can jump on you. Uh, on you. Well, they can <laughs> on jump your on car. You. They'll jump on your car. They tell you to take your antenna off because like monkeys will come and like grab the antenna, <laughs> um, which the cars don't really have antennas anymore. Like that at least are like the tall skinny ones. Right. And then there is a part where I didn't realize this. You can, you get out of your car and you can feed giraffes and birds. And oh, such. nice. That's cool. Yeah. That's so. awesome. Yeah. I, I read a little bit about Six Flags Great Adventure. Um, and that was one of the things that I thought was really interesting. That that's got to be unique to Six Flags. I don't think there's another Six Flags park that could have a safari drive-through. That's yeah. got to be the only one. And it's weird because, like you know, we have three, we have four seasons. So in the it's closed in the winter time. I don't like I, like these are African animals. Like what are they doing? Where do they I, go? I don't know what they're doing in the winter time when it's snowing outside. Right. Yeah. Who knows. Um, and I do have one more. I have one question for you is what do you call the night before Halloween? I I don't have a name for it. You don't have a name for it? No. Do your kids have a name for it? No. Did they do anything special the night before Halloween? No, not. Uh, no, we haven't. We no. So North Jersey, we call it goosey night. Okay. Like a goose. South Jersey, they call it mischief night. Okay. And what you do is you create mischief. You go and you TP people's houses, you TP uh-huh. their trees, you throw eggs at the houses. I never did that. Oh, sure. I never did that. But it's a very specific New Jersey thing where if you have any listeners from North Jersey, they'll if I say goosey night, they'll know what I'm talking about. They know and what if, goosey night. I love that they name. Don't they have they'll be like, What are you talking about? Goosey and, night. Um and then South Jersey, they call it Mischief Night. And then there's other names. Cabbage Night, believe it or not, is a Cabbage name for it. Cabbage Night? What? Yes. And Why? Devil's Night is a name for it. That's like that's the more popular one is Devil's Night. Okay. I think you're <laughs> making up Cabbage Night. No, I'm not. I swear. I, swear. I don't remember why they called it Cabbage Night. Um, 
In rural Niagara Falls, Ontario, Cabbage Night referred to the custom of raiding local gardens for leftover rotting cabbages and hurling them <laughs> at, at oh. homes. Wow. So that was that's, that's an Ontario Canada thing. Okay. We'll have to talk to Jeffers about Cabbage Night. I wonder, Jeffers, do you call it Cabbage Night? <laughs> he, might. Know. he might. He might. Call us. Call us now on the hotline. Tell us what you think. That's funny. Um, wow. Thank you for that. That's a fun fact. And now I want to call it Goosey Night Forever. Good. I love that. Yeah. That If you have any takeaway from this podcast, Halloween Eve, Goosey Night. <laughs> Go TP your neighbors. Uh, yeah, TP and the eggs. Um, some, one time somebody threw eggs in our mailbox and the mail was still in there from the night from that day. So our egg, our mail was covered in egg. Really? That was your fault. Why? Why did you I know, leave the mail brought, in we overnight? Sh- we should have brought it in. I don't know what we were thinking. It, so Halloween is Halloween typically a pretty chilly night for you in northern New Jersey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's cold. Um, people are the kids are wearing the, the coats over there. You have to wear your coats over your costume, over your costume. And then when you get to the door, you uh, I believe it or not. I never we never celebrated Halloween growing up. Um, oh, we didn't even have we didn't even have trick or treaters come to our house because we live on a main road and they never wanted to cross. The kids never yeah. wanted to cross the road. But. Friends of mine did it, and that was the thing. You had to wear the coats. And then they would have, a, every year, we'd have a, a assembly come in, like the fire chief would come in and talk to us in school. Don't eat candy that has razor blades in it. <laughs> don't, kids, don't eat candy with razor blades in it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, eat, uh, don't eat candy that's like un, in like separate baggies or something, because it could be like fentanyl or whatever they call it. Yeah. But um right. But yeah, they then and the other thing was that they say it's cold, so make sure you know where to check and such. Yeah, because I mean, we've had like snowstorms on um, wow Halloween. We had when Hurricane Sandy hit, which was 2012. Yeah, we we lost power for a week. That was the worst storm that we had, and then that week a blizzard came in, and we had like over a foot of snow. Oh my god! On top of no power. Yeah. Oh my god. Right before Halloween, and I, rem- I think I'm pretty sure they canceled Halloween. Like the governor <laughs> they can't, canceled they Halloween, Halloween, because <laughs> it was the blizzard, and most of New Jersey didn't have power back yet. So they were like, "We can't do Halloween. You have to do it next Who week." Who has the authority to cancel Halloween? I, the <laughs> the go- I guess the governor did. It was that was a very that was funny when that happened. That was that was that was when I, I just graduated college and I was trying to find a job, and then all of a sudden, like you know, we got nothing. Hurricane Sandy, and then a foot of snow. Yeah. Um, that's what that's pretty wild uh, so growing up in east tennessee um halloween could be cold it could be a cold night it could be a really hot night it just sort of depended like um it, it varied and and this is sort of like weather for tennessee and in, in the transition months which i call fall and spring uh, it, it could be super hot or super cold you just never knew what you were going to get but i i remember growing up there were uh, definitely Halloweens where I had to like either wear layers under my costume or wear a jacket or something. But there were Halloweens where I was like sweating in my costume. So I don't have to worry about that anymore. See, that's what's great about like living in one of the extreme states way north or way south. <laughs> it takes all of the question out of it. You either know you're going to be cold or hot down here in Florida. You better be wearing all, all of our... <laughs> I would suggest that all of our kids dress in uh, some sort of a beachwear costume because it's going to be hot. 
Well, that's a good idea. That's, that's something like nobody's ever been able to do. Like, you can't be like a surfer dude here. I mean, I guess they could, but... They could, but yeah, it'd be a poor choice. Frozen nipples or something. <laughs> that's right. Um, I, I'm just looking at a map, and I'm like, is Pe- how what, what plane is Tennessee with New Jersey? And I didn't realize how much south you are of us. Tennessee? You're, yeah, you're right in line with, like, North Carolina. Yeah, that's right. Whereas we're, like, like debt... Dead West is like Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and I should know that because I'm. I thought it was pretty good at geography, but I guess I'm not. Well, <laughs> T- Tennessee is sort of like. I mean, it is a southern state, but if you look at the United States, it's almost sort of like right in the middle. Yeah, you know, um, and so and and being the way it is geographically, East Tennessee. You're just to the west of the Appalachian Mountains, and uh, to the to the east of the what they call the Cumberland Plateau. You're you're sort of in a valley, and and the the weather there is insane. And actually, it's one of the worst places in the country for allergies because the the air sort of like settles in the valley, and people just like have terrible allergies there. Oh, okay, it's really bad. But hmm. Knoxville's beautiful. Go visit Knoxville. It's the scruffy little city by the river. I am I am trying to think if I've ever been through Tennessee. I don't I, I went to I went to Mississippi once with church. We did a after uh, Katrina, we did some work down there in southern Mississippi. So I think we drove through Tennessee. Yeah, you would have had to. I think we did. Um I my I, my parents have been to Pigeon Forge. They went to uh, Dollywood a couple of years ago, I wasn't able to make that trip, but, um, and my, and they've been to like Nashville and a couple times and it's really nice. Um, they like it. I, I just haven't unfortunately been able to, to do that. Um, yeah. but I like that area. I mean, I like the North Carolina, the Appalachian area, uh, Virginia. I like that area. Cause it's like, it's not, it's, 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 it's warmer than it is here. It's not, it's not as hot as it is in, you know, in Florida. Um, and you guys got like landscaping. It's not, land, not la- yeah. landscape, not landscape. Yeah, yeah. You have mountains. You have mountains. you know big open areas, and it's not just like like Florida is just flat. Yeah, that's right. Um, and you guys have like more character. You know, it, it rem- it's like New Jersey. We have character. <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey, we got character. I like that. That should be the slogan on the new license plate. It's true. We do have we do have a lot of character. <laughs> Adam, we have recorded for 90 minutes I know. at this point. That's good. I think we, we we went long on your show too, so I don't, you know. I, there is no with me there's no time limit. I am it, I am here all night. Well, I know you don't want to I know that's fine. Um and then um I just hope that um let me tell you something. If yeah. if you if you've listened by now, get some you, Drink some coffee or get some water or something because um, you're going to need it. Or can you like tell everybody before they start, like drop a little thing and, hey, just get some coffee because you're going to need it. Okay. I'll some drop caffeine. that in. I will. Yeah. In the intro, I'll mention you You might need a, a little espresso, a shot of espresso. I have to say, I love your the music that you've picked out for this oh, show. Um, the the ending thing, the ending where the woman says like "last call for alcohol," uh, is that from a movie or something? I have no idea where it's from. I huh. I just I I don't know. Maybe this is revealing too much. I just found it. 
I and I thought it was perfect. I I was no, looking great. for I was looking for royalty free quote unquote <laughs> uh, music to use on the show, and I found it. It it sounds like it might be from a movie, but I I think it's great. I love it. Uh, yeah, maybe like an old song or something. And what I'm but, trying to uh, do now, and it's the last several episodes when I do my outro, I try to ta- time it so like when I'm done talking, she says. Um, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And it, I love it. I love it. It's got to be from an old song. It has to be. Yeah. But uh, no, thank you, Justin, for having me on. And um, you're doing a great job with this. You really are. And Thanks, I am. I am glad you're. You're. Um, I'm glad you're back. Um, I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Honestly. And and I, you know my favorite thing about this new show is that I get to use it as an excuse to hang out with my friends. So, so, uh, Adam, um, this has been really fun and thanks so much for, for doing it. Let's tell people about the mouse and more. Where can they find your show? If they want to add to their podcast rotation? Well, you could, wherever you're listening to, uh, the pass holder lounge, you wherever you're listening in the search bar, type in the Mouse and More podcast, and we'll be there because that's kind of how that works, I guess. Um, I like it on iTunes because you can see all the reviews and everything, and that's how I listen to it. But if you want to listen on the Spotify or Podbean, I think those are the two big ones that are not iTunes. We're there too. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, out them at the Mouse and More. Same thing on Instagram. I do the Twitter. Instagram, somebody else does. And then we have a Facebook group if you want to join that. We talk a lot about Disney. Um, we talk about the show. You know, just getting a good conversation. Um, and it's and it's a lot of people that are listening to the uh, Password Lounge. So, hey, you know, might as well just, like, you know, continue your, your <laughs> spectrum, if you will. I don't know. I don't even know if I use that word right, but it's all right. I think we have a lot of overlap for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I overlap, like, like I overlap with you. I overlap with, I listen to your show. I listen to the Dillos. I listen to Steffers. I listen to Landon. Landon's very funny. I love it when you guys are together. Thanks. Cause you guys like, are like, like buddy cops or. We, yeah. We have that kind of dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are really good. Um, yeah. And then Tom and Michelle, um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, so it's all you know, it's all connected. And I'm sure we all listen to like the same like head person, you know, like Len Testa, Jim Hill type thing. Yeah. And it's like they're like God, if you will, in in this world. And then we just yeah. kind of like filter underneath. <laughs> right. We're the, we're the little acolytes or lesser demons or whatever it may be. But yeah, <laughs> I I would agree with that. Um, but Adam, I man, this has been so much fun. Obviously, we're gonna have to do this again because I'm sure we didn't cover half of what you prepared. And I had I had a lot of stuff about Action Park, which we're gonna talk teased. about that. That's gonna teased. be a whole nother show. We'll do an Action Park show because you told me your dad went to Action Park. Yes, and yeah. so and I don't know if if you all out there have not seen that documentary, go watch that. It is crazy. It's insane um, that this was a place that actually existed for, <laughs> for as long as it did um, well past where you would imagine a place like that should have existed. And it did. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that another day and more New Jersey talk and, and just Disney general talk. Well, man, this is such a good time. I'm, I'm sure that, that uh, we can fill another several episodes, so we'll plan on doing it. But for now, thank you so much, man. 
Cheers, you, Justin. Cheers. I have. I am out of Schaffenhofer. That's that's how it should be at this um, point. I was drinking water after that. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you hydrate. It's very important. But yes. uh, yeah, we'll we'll catch you next time, man. Um, and take care of yourself. And take hey, tell those people on the mouse and more um, to uh, to be nice to you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My goodness, you try your best to watch the time and, and be a good steward of people's time. And guess what? You look up and you've recorded for over an hour and a half. So there you go. I did it once again. I promise my intention for this show is not to go that long, ladies and gentlemen. It's really more along the lines of trying to do like a, a 30, 45 minute sort of a recording. And uh, we've doubled that multiple times. I broke Lewis and Val's show up into two because I was like, I'm not going to do this all the time. This is, you know, I, w- I want to keep the show short. And then next thing you know, I've done it over and over and over again. I can't help myself. I like talking to my friends. I hope you all like listening to it. I apologize, but I don't apologize for giving you extra audio content. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know you can contact me on social media. I am at the PHL pod on Twitter. I'm the Passholder Lounge Podcast over on Instagram. And I have an email address, PassholderLoungePod at gmail.com. You can contact me in all of those places and, and let me know. Uh, what did you call the night before Halloween? <laughs> did you have a name for it? Do you have activities you do? That was brand new to me. I don't... Oh, also, uh, high five to myself for calling the Tennessee victory last week. Boom! That's right. I'm going to pick it again right now. We're going to beat UT Martin this Saturday. Tomorrow, we're going to beat UT Martin. We're going to roll into the the Tennessee-Kentucky game undefeated, a top three team in the country. And I will be there in person, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I'm going to Knoxville next week. Going to see the old stomping ground. Take the girlfriend up there. Meet the family. Go to Dollywood. We're going to go to Dollywood. Maybe when we get back, I can convince uh, Casey to do a little recording. We can talk Dollywood with y'all. Until then, I hope you have a great weekend. I raise my glass to you all. Cheers, friends. I'm going to save you a seat, and we'll see you next time right here in the Passholder Lounge. Bye-bye. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.